And mm-hmm. uh, lo and behold, mate, I don't know what crystal ball you're rubbing at the moment, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, come on, man. It's happened too many times for it to be yeah. coincidence now. I'm, I'm the inside man. You want some goss about how a player's going to perform? You come yeah. to me, all right? Hello, hello, welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of In The Salmon Cricket Podcast. My name is Nuan, alongside with me, I have my, you know, ever-loyal uh, fellow cricket podcast co-host, Hasith. Hasith, how's your week been? You and I have a very iconic game to discuss today. Yeah, beautiful week, Nuan. Um, <laughs> iconic is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, where do we begin? Lots of lots of cricket as always, but a uh, very monumental game on Sunday that you and I both attended. Yes, the uh, the the ICC Men's T Twenty World Cup final um, occurred on Sunday, the thirteenth of November, which also happened to be my birthday as well. So you know, I just want to I just want to quickly give a shout out to um, the BCCI, to your mum and dad, or? Um, and, and the ICC for yeah, well, obviously, um, but I want to thank the ICC for, and and well, basically the entire Indian Cricket Board for thinking of me. And, uh, you know, having the World Cup final on, on such a blessed day, um, you know, obviously re- resulted in a, in a really, really interesting game. But uh, I just want to talk about it and really, you know, unpack as to what went down. Um, you know, on that day, you know, England ended up being the World Cup champions, um, rightly so. They were by far and away the best team. Pakistan tried hard um, in patches, but it felt like the innings never really got going. At any point, um, is what a lot of commentators were saying. But overall, a fantastic game. And Hasid, you and I actually sat next to each other and watched it. Um, you know, up in the great Southern Stand, or was it the Shane Warne Stand, or we, we got Shane Warne Stand. Shane Warne Stand. We were watching that the uh, the MCG. But you know, uh, uh, I think it was a really you know appropriate finish. Um, you know, England by far and away the best team. They've been throughout the tournament. Um, they had one hiccup against Ireland, of course, but. You know, when we look at their journey through the World Cup, they, you know, they were clinical. They were just beating teams like very comfortably. You know, I don't think at any point they got bowled out. Um, you know, Hasid, mm. your your thoughts on that on that special final? Yeah, I think you said it. You pretty much summed it up. Um, Pakistan were good in patches, and you know, there were there were a few moments where we thought that um, you know we really had a fight on our hands and it was yeah, fifty fifty game, but mm. unfortunately, it didn't last too long, and um, there were a few blunders, which was unfortunate. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're right. England have been absolutely clinical throughout the tournament, and it just um, yeah, you know, what, what can you say? The better team won. The better team won the, on the day. The better team won in the tournament. Um, yeah. Apart from that rain rain affected game against Ireland, um, mm. I did think Ireland played really well that game. You know, apart from yeah. that, England were just too strong. And we, you and I oh, called yeah. it at the start of the t- start of the tournament where we did our predictions. Yeah. Um, we did say that England were going to go undefeated up until... Yeah. Did we? I can't remember if we thought that Sri Lanka would beat England or not. No, we were... No, 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 no. We said Sri Lanka would lose against England. Okay. Yeah, we did say... We I, did say yeah. If you and I say Lanka are losing against England, that just shows how much we rate England. Because I'd, that, I'd yeah. put Lanka against anyone and say Lanka's going to win just for the, for the yeah. sheer hope that they might pull off a yeah. miracle. But it's, it's you, you, you always put a bit of belief and faith in the Lankan team. But if, if that's how good England is, then you have to call it, right? So um, That's right. You know, and, and, and you know what? Funnily enough, though, um, when Sri Lanka did play England in the World Cup, that was probably the game with like the smallest margin of... Uh, victory for England because they only won- they only defeated Lanka with two balls to spare, as yeah. opposed to every other game where they had at least like 
just over one over just just over like six balls to spare, right? So yeah. you could you could argue that Sri Lanka gave England a pretty good fight or a bit of a scare. Because even in the second last over they were still you know, trying to get some runs to, to, to win the game. But you know, the way England just won that final, um, you know, there were moments where it seemed like Pakistan could get back in the game, but I felt like, you know, once once Shaheen uh, Shah Afridi inj- injured himself and was limping off the ground, you could kind of tell that Pakistan, the, all the hope had just gone gone out of Pakistan's eyes, um, and it was a bit of a formality yeah. at that point. Out of my it was eyes too. Yeah, it was a <laughs> it was a bit sad. But I'll tell you what. I mean, right from the start, like I said earlier, like Pakistan's batting innings just didn't seem to just fire. Like, and you, and you said it at the ground when we were sitting together, you said you said Pakistan's batting effort was like driving a car on manual and just trying to find the right gears and never finding yeah. the right gear combination. Uh, do you want to expand on that a little bit? <laughs> I don't want to expand on that. I don't know, do I? <laughs> yeah, look, it, that was, it was the thing. Like, they were just... Um, it was just a start-stop-start-stop situation. Yeah. There was a bit of stalling in there, you know, yeah. crunching the gears, <laughs> you know. It was just... It was really disappointing because... Especially, the like, the performance that they brought to the semi against New Zealand. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just like, okay, cool. We are going to witness something super, super special because there's not many times that you see in a semi-final, in a, in a couple of, in a, you know, like a, the semi-final stage of a tournament where you mm. see two absolute just, like, hidings, right? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. It, just, it just creates so much buzz and, like, yeah. excitement for the final and it yeah. just did not deliver, which was nah. really disappointing. Nah. Um, I said this last episode, no one, you thought that Pakistan were going to win. Yeah, um, and I was like, "Look, there's two ways to go. Like, we can think about this. We can be like, yeah. all right, cool. Pakistan are just going to be continue to get lucky, or their luck's about to run out, and yeah. you know they can't ride throughout the whole tournament." Unfortunately, as a viewer, <laughs> yeah. um, it was the latter. We didn't really get to see the fight that we wanted to um, no. in the end. Yeah, I mean, there were patches where they tried, but then again, there were only two sixes in Pakistan's batting innings. There was one six yeah. by Mohammad Rizwan and then one by Shan Masood. And, yep. you know, there were actually very few boundaries as well. I think they only scored, like, um, I was counting it up now, there's only eight boundaries in their, in their entire innings. A lot of ones and twos. It was a very, like, you know, it was a very grinding kind of innings. And yeah. I, I kind of felt that once they hit that 137 mark, like, you could just hear a bit of quiet around the ground. Like, Pakistan fans were like, oh, this isn't, this isn't what we came here for, but, you know, yeah. we've got to roll with it. I mean, that's not what I came here for. Yeah. That's not what we went there for, man. Yeah. Like, I got you tickets know? for my dad for Father's Day, and I was like, all right, cool, we're going to be, we're going to witness something special. I was mm. really hoping for, like, you know, like a, I don't know, I, I, t- I think I was telling my dad on the way there, because him and I caught the train up, I was like, give me 170. Give me 170 yeah. first innings and whatever happens, happens. I'll be happy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 137? Oh, just... <laughs> you can even give me 150 Pakistan? Nah, Come on, man. It's Come like... On. You know when you like play that arcade game where you have to like whack a mole and then like the, the thing shoots up? <laughs> it's like they're like whacking it so hard, but like it just... It's like medium. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> yeah. like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... It was, it was disappointing. I mean, I think... Um, yeah, I always say this as well. I felt like the toss was, was pretty important. I think England did the right thing. If Oh, yeah. If England batted first and they scored like 160 or something, 165, who knows how yeah. Pakistan came out and would come out and bat because it, I think in, in, in a final, it's always hard to gauge what a competitive's first total score is. Yeah. And yeah. Um, England being a more, 
I, I mean, I don't know if I should say this, but I would say England are a more professional side in terms of consistency. Yeah. Um, especially this tournament, mm. they would probably be a far better get. Uh, you know, um, I guess sort of uh, far better team to assess mm. how what a competitive score is. And oh yeah, if it be one sixty, um, I dare say the Pakistan would have come out and and it would have been a better uh, battle. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got, I got, I got an interesting question for you though. Do Do you feel like Pakistan got a bit of stage fright because, you know, uh, as you and I were walking around the ground, we saw a lot of billboards, a lot of signs from Pakistani fans saying this is going to be a repeat of nineteen ninety two. You know, in nineteen ninety two, you know, was uh, Imran Khan won the World Cup for Pakistan, and this time they'll do it again. History will repeat. You know, when there's that kind of pressure on a team to perform, do you feel like they get a little bit frozen? Like, it's like, oh, you know, we can't... Like, because losing is no longer an option now for Pakistan. Yeah, and, yeah. They have I mean? to do it. It's a, yeah. It's almost prophesized, right? That's yeah, literally, the right? Out to be. Yeah. It, it, it is and, disappointing. And look, I I'll put my hand up and I'll admit that I was riding that bandwagon as well. You are probably I one was, of the first people to, yeah, to, to yeah. go around and start, <laughs> start spreading this... You might have been the actual uh, perpetrator. Maybe, you must maybe have been I was the instigator, yeah. Because I was like... I was like, history will repeat. They will yeah. take out the trophy. <laughs> the cricket, I was Dumbledore out here prophesizing yeah. what's going to happen. Is <laughs> yeah. But speaking nah. of prophecies, speaking of prophecies uh-huh. and predictions, I do have to give credit to you for two for two statements you made when we watched the game together. Uh, Tell number me one, one was, I want to hear it. Because <laughs> you said you said Shaheen Shafridi was going to dismiss Alex Hales, right? You you said that as soon as we sat down together, you're like. Trust me, Afridi's gonna Afridi's gonna bowl out, or he's gonna get out Alex Hales, and then the first over, I said that was that was the first prediction you made, and the second prediction you said was um, Ben Stokes is gonna play an innings that is very unlike himself, and he's gonna play like a non T Twenty innings and win it for England, and the first one I could kind of believe, but the second I was like, nah, no way, Ben Stokes Ben Stokes would never play a boring brand of cricket in a T Twenty World Cup final. And uh, lo and behold, mate, I don't know what crystal ball you're rubbing at the moment, but... Uh, yeah, 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 man. Come on, man. It's happened too many times for it to be a coincidence now. I'm, I'm the inside man. You want some oh, gossip God. about how players are going to perform? You come to yeah. me, all right? You know what's funny, though? You know what's funny? With, with Ben Stokes' innings, right? Um, at the right. end of the tournament, there was like a little excerpt of an interview with Joss Butler. And <laughs> Joss Butler... Jo- <laughs> yeah, 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 you know that one? Yeah. And I Joss do, Butler j- jokingly said that if... Ben Stokes played the way he did. He wouldn't pick himself to, to yeah. play in the, in the game. It's one of the, it's one of those situations where if it if it comes off, you've mm. done a really good job. If it yes. doesn't come off, yeah. you've absolutely cooked it. You know, yeah, it's you the look, same thing that happened with mm. um Kohli and Hardik Pandya yes. against Pakistan, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, everyone wants to talk about Hardik being such a good batsman, this, that, whatever, because he had a fifty against New Zealand. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But that innings with Pakistan, mm. uh, when he was you know putting on a partnership with Kohli, yeah. Right, if Kohli didn't pull off that absolute miracle, put the entire nation on his back, really. Yeah, yes, he did. And Pandya, yeah. Pandya was on the very top of his shoulders. Yeah, you yeah. have to look back and be like, Pandya, what the heck were you doing? Right, it's yeah. just one of those moments. And you know, kudos yeah. to Ben Stokes, he he perfectly crafted that innings. Oh yeah, as it turns out, had a few yeah. balls to spare as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I just had a feeling. I think I read something where Stokes was just saying, like he was just really g'd up for this the last couple of games, and he really wanted to, you know, put in like a really like good 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 knock and i think yeah. like, even against sri lanka i believe mm. he played a really lengthy inning strike rate wouldn't have been more than 130 i don't think and no. he just got it done he took it yeah. down to the wire and just yeah. made, secured the win which i think is really good and it's probably reflective of his uh, camp- captaining position yeah uh, on a test level he's probably yeah. just you know taking those leadership skills onto the white ball and good on yeah. him. good knock i think 
Yeah, I mean, Ben Stokes, he's a, he's a man that can really adjust to different situations. He's shown to be like a really versatile, intelligent cricketer. Um, he plays he's, an all-rounder. Plan- he's an all-rounder of all-rounders. That's yeah, that's what I was saying. Any situation, yeah. everything. Like, and that was his so- first 50 in T20 internationals. Yeah, I couldn't believe well. that either. I was like, that is that is interesting. Yeah. When he did that. But like, you know, I, you could just see like Pakistan panic more and more and more as the game progressed. Um, yeah. They're pulling out all the cards, all the tricks, you know, something to, to stem the flow of runs. But that's was- I mean, you were saying this as well, Noah. You were saying mm. that like... England were in a position where if they gave away a maiden, like it was all G, like they were just yeah. fine. They were just fine with giving away dot balls and this and that yep. because they knew, you know, the yeah. runs were going to come when they needed to come. And, yeah. you know, you were right there. It was yeah. just... I, yeah. Like, I, yeah, I told you when we were sitting together, I was like, look, you know, dot balls aren't going to hurt England right now. What what Pakistan need to do is just, just, keep, put, just keep bowling dot balls anyway, right? Yeah. And just have like a quiet moment in the game. Just two overs where there's like only five or six runs. And then yeah, weird that. things start to happen because there was a point where yeah, I believe England England needed like 40 runs of 28 balls or 26 balls, yeah. right? So, you know, the required run rate just creeped above, ticked over nine at that point. It was good, and yeah. And, there was, and, and the other thing is there was a lot of plays and misses by England as well. If You, you know, we were both yeah. watching. They they weren't like batting fluently, right? <laughs> no, it was, it was it was a t- it was a proper it was a proper contest. And yeah, shout out to Na- Mr. Nazim Shah. Yeah, yeah, oh, he, absolute yeah. cracker spell, pretty much untouchable yeah. for the latter portion for the second time he came on. Yeah, they really couldn't hit him. Yeah, it was probably yeah. one of the best spells that I've seen. Um, oh yeah, I don't know if he got a, I don't think he got more than a two wickets, if that. Mm. But um, probably one of the better spells I've seen in the tournament. That yeah. was pretty much in hindsight, gone fruitless. You know what I mean? He definitely yeah. deserved to get a oh, couple dude. more edges than he, than he missed there. Yeah. yeah. Sounds a bit like my bowling on the weekend, but anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, whatever, <laughs> no one. <laughs> as soon as you opened your mouth, I was like, he's going to say something. <laughs> I can I can fully empathise with Nassim. I know what it's like to... Can you? Yeah, to bowl so you well. Know, you know how to bowl left arm, absolute thunderbolts, do you? Or is he Look, right arm? I think he's... he's I think, no, he's a right arm, I think. But uh, no, I mean... I, I, I'm not fast bowler, but like I know, <laughs> I know what it's like to bowl so well and have like three be catches dropped by and, the teammates and, and you know, under miss stumping as well, yeah, yeah, and a miss stumping and you know all <laughs> the uh, all the all the shenanigans that that occur, um, yeah. you know, playing cricket on a weekend. But uh, but no, look, hats off to England. I think I just want to expand on England a little bit because they've adopted a different strategy to coaching, and you know. Uh, a lot of analysts and reporters are saying the reason why England's, England has become so successful in white ball cricket now is due to the fact that they have a split coaching setup, right? So they no longer have like one head coach that oversees like all three formats. They have yeah. a dedicated, you know, red ball coach and a dedicated white ball coach. Um, mm-hmm. You know, well, what do you what do you make of this sort of coaching setup? So, you know, Brendan McCullum only coaches the, the test team now and this guy called Matthew Mott, who previously coached the Australian women's team, is now mm. the the white ball coach for for England. Do you reckon other countries should uh, adopt this approach, or you know, is it still uh, is it is it not for everyone? Yeah, uh, I think the statistically, like it seems to be a pretty good option. I think um, mm. I think Test cricket as a whole is completely different than white ball cricket, and yeah, and it should have a separate captaincy, uh, uh, sorry, coaching style, and yeah. you know. I'm really surprised that Brendan McCullum of all people actually is the test coach and not the yeah. whiteboard coach, right? Yeah. Let's not get yeah. into that. <laughs> but yeah. He's clearly doing yeah. some good things in, on yeah. both fronts. But hundred percent, yeah, I think I think it's a very good uh, route to go down. I think most countries should 
try and get uh, get a test coach and a, and a yeah. white ball coach for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, because of that, you know, like they, yeah, they 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 really focus on like picking the right people for the right situations. You know, like England have taken a, an approach where they really take the time to groom a white ball player, groom a, a red ball player, and you know mm-hmm. it's paying off, right? I think we've seen a, a sure. slow, we've seen a slow like th- sort of dominance with England in the white ball game now. You know, before the World Cup, they defeated Pakistan in a seven-match T20 series in Pakistan, right? Mm. They came here and they defeated Australia in the ODI series here, so in the T20s here, sorry. But at the same time, the really interesting thing about England is that they're, they're like, they're, they're a team that doesn't make, I mean, I'm not saying they make headlines, but they don't capture that kind of uh, explosive attention like an India or like a, you know, like these kind of teams. Like, they're, they're always yeah. winning, but no one seems to notice. And uh, you know what I mean? Like, I think... People notice when it's like one of like three players that perform. If it's yeah, like Joss okay. Butler yeah. or like a Stokesy yeah. or like, I don't know, if it's in the test arena, maybe Root or something. Because yeah. when Stokesy performs, it's really like a, he's like a, he's a headline. He's, like he's like the, he's like the guardian angel of, in, of the ECB. English, he like pulls, yeah. he pulls the team out of the grave on most yes. occurrences when, he, when they win, right? And yeah. Joss Butler, when he goes, mm. he's going at like a, 200 plus strike rate and he's scoring yeah. 120, 130. So I think it's hard for other players to like replicate that type of caliber. Um, and that's the standard that England cricket has actually brought upon themselves really. Yeah. You know, I dare say if like, if Sri Lanka or for, for example, performed like England do, mm. we would probably make headlines because it's more impressive as a country for us to yes. perform the way that England do regularly. Yeah. Maybe. But it just, I mean, it just goes to show how, like, clinical their white ball game is. Like, there were, yeah. at no point in their World Cup campaign were there any, like, close finishes. Apart from the Lanka game, where, where it was, like, two balls remaining. Like, yeah. you know, they, they've just, you know, they play a style of cricket that's very professional. Yes. You know, they cover all their bases, you know. Um, I was reading an article by Mark Nicholas, and he was just saying, England have done a lot of things that other teams aren't willing to do. You know, they... Mm. You know, they're batting, they bat down to number nine. They have a very elite bowling attack. Maybe not as elite as Pakistan's on paper, but, you know, they have a, they have a bowling attack that knows how to bowl to death. Um, they've got a good leg spinner. They have two leg spinners, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe in another episode, we'll touch on, the, on how leg spin as an art has become a really sort of decisive factor in a, in a bowling armory in, in, in T20s. But, mm-hmm. you know, do, do you see England winning the, the, the ODI World Cup next year as well? Or, I don't know, maybe it's a bit too far ahead to... Uh... to <laughs> to, no, um, I don't think it's too predict- far ahead at all. I think I think uh, it's going to be completely different conditions in India, and thus mm. I think India should get their their crap together and actually yeah. <laughs> put together a pretty decent team. Um, yeah, yeah. I say this all the time, man. There's like over a billion billion people in there, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can yeah. like get it together, man. You're playing in your backyard yeah. as well. Yeah. I think they should be able to um, to do a lot better. Yeah, England. It'll be tough. Um, they are absolute weapons in what with white ball. Yeah, for some reason, I just don't see them bouncing quite the way that they were able to this tournament in India in fifty over. Oh yeah, um, yeah, definitely. But I'd like to be disproven. I would like to see England do pretty well, just because I like them as a team. But yeah, it'll be tough. It'll be a lot tougher than they had uh, down here. De- definitely a different different contest. Mm. But I do want to also touch on another point you made. Uh, actually, both of us made because we we predicted that Joss Butler was going to, you know, perform really really well in this World Cup. We predicted this way back in season one where we were talking about Joss Butler's uh, emergence 
as a white ball, you know, dominator, um, yeah. dominating the IPL, and he's he's done it again. You know, at this point, you and I could just be fortune tellers at this at this point, given <laughs> given, <laughs> given how oh, much we've, we've spoken about him. But yeah. um, but you know, I guess you know, key takeaways from you from this World Cup final is anything you liked, um, anything particular that you enjoyed, um, seeing a lot of a lot of Pakistani support, um, an overwhelming amount of pa- Pakistani support, you could say. It's really uh, good to see. Yeah. Yeah, it was good to um, see that. Yeah, go on. No, no, no. I was gonna say like t- takeaway points. I think um. I, I said this to you before, no one uh, off air. I felt like this tournament was very reminiscent of a uh, a fifty ever World Cup, and that for me is my favorite format. Over- yeah, holistically. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you said something like it was pretty much just like a like a small highlight package. <laughs> uh, like it was pretty much an ODI just crammed in because that that's the kind of energy and that's the kind of vibe it, it that, I, that I got as a viewer, and I really yeah. enjoyed that because yeah. Some games you you see like because yeah you're right we didn't see a bunch of sixes you no. know and it, normally when you you know think of a t t twenty tournament mm. you think of fours and sixes and this and that but like there was a lot more like um because like it's like a test cricket right it's more like a chess like a chess game right yes I felt like there was more of that aspect in yeah. this format uh, in this season of the t mm. twenty World Cup and mm. it was really good to see it was really good for like the traditional viewer I thought there was yeah. way more tactics involved and it was evident. Um, especially when it came down to like rain affected games and things like oh, that, because yeah. there was a few of those, yeah. unfortunately. But um, uh, it was it was very very refreshing, and I don't think we've seen a T Twenty tournament quite like this in a yeah. little while. Yeah, um, I enjoyed it. I yeah, loved it. I think something I noticed that was quite interesting about this T Twenty World Cup is that a lot of teams never made full use of the the initial six over power play. That sucked. That's one thing that I did not like. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I was so baffled by that. I'm like, you got the field up, yeah. just go for your shots. But, like, so often we're seeing teams on, like, 40 or 30 or, like, 25 no, even after the first six overs. It, man. That's not going to do it for you. And I, yeah. Yeah, that's what that's the thing, man. Like, I said I said in the India game, yeah. put my boy Sky up the order, man, because yeah. he will somehow get the ball over the 30-yard circle. Yeah. Who knows how it's going to come over the 30-yard yeah. circle, but that's what exactly what you need. Yeah. England did that. Mm. Very, very, very well. Mm, Pakistan mm, mm, mm. just did not. Rizwan pulled out a six. But other than that, it just wasn't happening. And that's mm. the thing, man. You really mm. need to make use of the first six. I don't yeah. know. That's one thing that I, you know, I'm, and I'm hyped up now because I love talking about power playovers. Yeah. <laughs> I hated the fact that that was not utilized correctly by, by a bunch of teams. teams it yeah. really... Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just like a, a mini get out of jail free card, right? Like, it is. It just it sets is. you off on the right it track. Is. It is. You know, the first six you go, if you mm. lose one or two, so mm. be it, right? Mm, 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 but then mm, you, mm, you have the next 10 overs, to, like seven, eight overs to rebuild. That's how it mm-hmm. should be. And that's how mm-hmm. it has been traditionally. Yeah. This tournament, it wasn't the case. And we saw, you know, I don't know. There were, there were some instances. There were some instances mm. where there were teams that made use of the power play. So I think uh, Sri Lanka, Australia, Sri Lanka won like 67 after the first six, right? Yeah. But I feel like what happens is when you get up to the, the really good power play uh, start you kind of like like an average team doesn't know what to do from there they're kind of like okay we're off to a great start do we just do we just kick back now and the next thing you know the wickets tumble right yeah whereas yeah. uh the teams that have a bit of a more of a depth in their batting they they keep running with it or at least they they play a bit of a holding game and then they have another burst right mm-hmm. but yeah the the the, the way a lot of teams didn't utilize the power play over is quite bizarre uh, you know, I think um, Nasser Hussein said that they were, they were adopting a very traditional means of batting, uh, like in, in an ODI sense, because 
you know, the way they played ODI cricket back in the 80s and 70s was, um, you know, play really slow in the first 20 and then go for a yep. final burst in the last 15. So it was, right. it was kind of happening in this T20 World Cup as well. Um, yeah. It can be effective in some instances, but, but why would you play like that when, like, you yeah, know, obviously know. in the last five or six, the field's going to be pushed all the way back. Like That's right. It's, They're expecting that. It's you know they expect it catches exact, yeah that's exactly what we saw with the Pakistan game like how yep. many runs did they score off the last twelve fifteen balls oh nothing not much at all yeah, yeah. and it really uh, sucked because when we were looking when we were at the game no one you and I we saw the comparison that they put on the screens yes and for most of the time Pakistan were in front they were in a better position than England mm. but we still couldn't see Pakistan winning that's because no. No. because England could facilitate that high required run rate towards the end of the innings where yeah. Pakistan just just did not deliver yeah. during their knock. I felt like yeah. that. I felt like that over comparison, like over by over comparison, was slightly misleading because like England didn't have to match what Pakistan were doing at that. At That's the, right. Because you know their the target was set and they were just batting according to a plan. Yeah. But you know, ultimately, hats off to England. They've been a consistently you know high achieving team in the last couple of years in, in white ball cricket, and it showed once again um, in this World Cup. You know, their women's team is performing really well as well. They were a good coaching setup and. You know the way they found this really ideal batting lineup and bowling lineup. You know, and a lot of these guys are quite young as well, mind you. They're like probably like you know, they're under thirty. Some of them are under thirty. Um, Josh Butler's probably in his third in in his thirties, but they're like early thirties, right? Thirty, thirty-one. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's very likely we'll see England dominate for quite some time. Um, and as an Australian fan, it's probably no, you know, not good news. It's not probably what you want to hear. But but I guess uh, you know, for the world as as a whole. A dominant England is always a pleasant sight, you know, to see in world cricket. But, you know, your final thoughts on, on this World Cup passes before we wrap things up? Um, my final thoughts. I think um, it was an interesting one. There were lots of turns and yeah. deviations of what we thought would happen. But I think yeah. as a whole, it was it was enjoyable. And I think it was a good tournament, man. Can't really say too many bad things about it. Yeah. Uh, from, from a philosophical standpoint, do you feel like this tournament was like the best advertisement for cricket? to someone that doesn't know the game? Oh. <laughs> I don't know, because if you're, if you're trying to advertise this, this game to someone that doesn't watch a sport, you probably want to see more sixes and more boundaries, right? Okay, okay, uh, okay. But in terms of the rules, in terms of what can happen, and, you know, pretty much every every emotion that a cricket fan could feel, Yes. this tournament probably had encompassed all of that. So in that sense, for sure, you can yeah. probably definitely advertise this tournament, yeah. Yeah, because like you had so many upset, they had so many upsets this season, right? Yeah, like you had yeah. Namibia beat Sri Lanka, you had Scotland beat the West Indies, um, Ireland beat England, Namibia, no, sorry, Netherlands beat South Africa. So <laughs> I think there was I another, I think there was another statistic that mentioned that this World Cup had the most upsets of any World Cup in 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 history. Yeah. So I think seeing results like that is good for cricket holistically. It makes the game more attractive, and it makes people mm-hmm. curious. That's the that's the main thing. It's, I, I think yeah. for me, to make cricket popular, you have to make get people curious about this game. You want people yeah. to be like, why are they doing this weird stuff, you know? And then that's what yeah, gets yeah, people yeah. more involved. But uh, but look, we'll, we'll touch on that in later episodes. Uh, you know, this World Cup has been fantastic and Hasit and I had, had, have had a ball, um, you know, following every game and, you know, riding the highs and lows of this tournament. But uh, in this shortened episode, we'll, uh, we'll sign off here. Listeners, thank you once again for joining us and uh, join us next time where we... Uh, Chat, I guess, regular cricket and uh, all the upcoming <laughs> games ahead. <clears throat> it's goodbye Back for now. Boring cricket. Yeah. <laughs> See you guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.